You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. There is a lot you could pick apart here, but there's one central theme, and that's what I feel led to focus on, the central theme of this last chapter, and it's easy to identify. It's simply humility. That's the theme. Shepherds who are humble, they are willing servants, they are not in ministry for the money, they don't lord it over the flock, but they lead by example. Christians who are Christ-like are humble, and that's why he says all of you, all of you clothe yourselves with humility. Humility. Do you need some motivation to remain humble? Today, Pastor Danny shares Proverbs 3.34, which tells us God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. When you stop and think about how powerful God is, don't you want to remain on His good side? As a follower of Christ, the Good Shepherd, you're called to walk in His footsteps. Jesus leads with a quiet spirit, never lording His position over others, as one who was always willing to serve others. God desires for you to persist in humility, never boasting over your accomplishments or strengths. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 with today's edition of The Living Word. 1 Peter chapter 5, if you have the place, verse 1, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care. Serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be. Not greedy for money, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd, that would be Jesus, appears, you'll receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. And then he says, all of you, that would be all of us, listen up, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because, and here's a great motivation, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, and he's a real enemy, he's real. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you've suffered a little while, and I can't tell you what that little while is, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I've written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings. 
different ideas on who Babylon he's talking about is here or who she is in Babylon, but more than likely he's talking about the church. The church in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings, and so does my son Mark. More than likely John Mark, who's not a biological son to Peter, but became a spiritual son to the apostle Peter. Greet one another with a kiss of love. That was a cultural thing. It's not my deal. But you know, there are a few people around here, even guys to guys, and I'll see them, and they'll come up and give the guy a kiss on one cheek and the other. You know, I've had it happen to me, and I received it. Just understand, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I received it. But it's a cultural thing. If you're into it and the other guy, he's okay with it, fine. Ladies, you, if you're into it, make sure it's a kiss. It's a Christian kiss, not a marital kiss. It's a Christian kiss, a little cheeky thing. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. And there are the final words to the first epistle that Peter penned for us, inspired by the Holy Spirit. There is a lot you could pick apart here, but there's one central theme, and that's what I feel led to focus on, the central theme of this last chapter. And it's easy to identify. It's simply humility. That's the theme. Shepherds who are humble. They are willing servants. They are not in ministry for the money. They don't lord it over the flock, but they lead by example. Christians who are Christ-like are humble. And that's why he says, all of you, all of you clothe yourselves with humility. Humility. A great motivation. Let me say it again. Great motivation from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34. That's what he quotes there in verse 5. Great motivation is God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I don't know if you had the privilege, I know some of you more than likely did, the last week or so to experience some of the incredible thunderstorms that we've had. Uh, They say we uh, live in the lightning capital of the world, and uh, I was laying on the couch one afternoon this past week taking a nap, and I was awakened suddenly by what I consider to be one of the loudest claps of thunder I have ever heard in my life. It woke me up. No sooner was I awake than I noticed our dog, Hushai, was running over toward me for cover and consolation. He was literally shaking in his fur. No sooner did the dog get by me and I'm starting to pet the dog and try to console him, you know, than another clap of thunder comes and he jumps up. Actually, I called him up. Come up here. Because now I wanted some consolation. (laughs) And there were three or four of these incredible claps of thunder and lightning. And I sat there, and I was so thankful, because that's my heavenly father that did that. And I was so thankful, I'm on his side now. There was a time I wasn't. God opposes the proud. Last person in the world you want opposing you is God. God opposes the proud but he gives grace. That's unmerited favor to the humble. As I sat there and those loud thunderclaps and and the dog and all, and my mind went to uh, when in the Old Testament, God comes down on Mount Sinai. The writer of Hebrews reminds uh, us of that in Hebrews chapter 12. You don't need to turn to it, but he talks about when God came down and the thunder and everything, and it was so awesome. It says even Moses was trembling with fear. You don't want God opposing you. God has a lot to say about pride, 
Proverbs 16, 5, the Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Sobering words. Proverbs 21, verse 4, haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked are sin. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16, six things the Lord hates. And the first one he mentioned, seven that are detestable to him, but the first one, haughty eyes. Translated in another place, a proud look. Isaiah, here's what God said through Isaiah. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that's exalted, and they will be humbled. Stupid is as stupid does, and you don't want to be proud. Humble yourself. Humble myself. Now, don't answer out loud. Just think about it for a minute. Here's a question. What was the original sin? And while you're thinking, I'm going to give you a clue. The original sin happened before God put Adam and Eve, the first two human beings, in the Garden of Eden in paradise. Happened before Adam and Eve. Let's go to a couple of scriptures. 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3, these are qualifications for elders, deacons, leaders in the church. And one is very interesting for overseers. It says in verse 6, he must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited. That's a synonym of pride. He may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. Leave the New Testament, go back to Ezekiel chapter 28. And before we read, quite a few places in the Old Testament, uh, there are scriptures that relate to more than one thing. It may relate, for example, to a historical figure, a human figure, and also a future prophetic figure. And we have scriptures like that. This is one. It begins, verse 1, like this. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, say to the ruler of Tyre. This is a historical human ruler of the past. This is what the sovereign Lord says. In the pride of your heart, you say, I'm a God. I sit on the throne of a God in the heart of the seas. But you're a man and not a God. Though you think you're as wise as a God. So God had something to say through Isaiah to the historical, a historical ruler over Tyre. But as you continue to read, you find out there's another person he's talking to here and talking about. Verse 11. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Now here's where it gets interesting. You were the model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Life will be difficult, it's inevitable, and part of being a resident of this fallen world. The question then becomes, how do you handle unexpected trials? Through this study in the book of 1 Peter, Pastor Danny has been encouraging you to take your troubles to your Savior. He cares for you and is the strength and comfort that you crave. Are you facing an unexpected or frustrating situation today? Can we pray for you? There's strength in lifting one another up in prayer, and we're honored to do that for you. Send us an email at info at ccfstpete.church. Would you pray for us here at The Living Word too? 
As our ministry grows, we always want to make sure that we're seeking Jesus first and our ideas second. His guidance is what we need. Would you pray that we'd recognize His voice always? Thanks for praying. Do you live in or near St. Petersburg? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. We gather on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. And your presence would be such a blessing to us. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. Join us next time to hear another message from Scripture right here on The Living Word.